Good evening, Patriots. And it is Monday, June 13th. And of course, for those of you on the West Coast, you are already ahead of us. You are into Tuesday. We're always racing to catch up, which is kind of just a weird metaphor. It's like different time zones, and yet we all share things at the same moment. That's weird. But I like it. That's kind of like the strangeness of our whole world. Patriots, make sure you're going to have a good night's sleep. And also you have great sleep products, which include slippers. And there's still a great sale going on on MyPillow.com for $90 off on a pair of the most comfortable, most utilitarian slippers you will ever own. They are the MyPillow slippers, my slippers. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I want to give each and every one of you one last chance to get my original My Slippers. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get your very own My Slippers for only $49.98. That's $90 off and the biggest savings ever. What makes My Slippers different is my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slippers. My Slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help reduce stress on your feet. Not only that, they come with an indoor-outdoor sole so you can wear them anytime, anywhere. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. And now you can get them for the best savings ever, only $49.98. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own My Slippers for only $49.98. That's $90 off. We have extremely low quantities, and once they're gone, they're gone. So order now. That's MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is the Bards Nation's landing page, our very own special page. And you can use that promo code anywhere on the MyPillow site, the Frank Speech site, and the My Store site. And if you want to speak to a real live person, you can call 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. And you'll have an opportunity to speak to a Patriot Pillow Counselor that is on standby. Just remember to use your promo code Bards. Patriots, I'm going to do something a little different tonight. I came across a piece today that is truly fantastic. And it's by Vadi Bachman, who is a black pastor. And I want you to hear this. And it's about 11 minutes. This is that's why I don't usually play pieces that are this long. But I want you to hear this. Because this is truly profound in his whole discussion about LGBTQ and all this other garbage and what the meanings are of every letter and what the bigger agenda is. And I think it's essential that we share this and kind of have this as base knowledge. So here we go. This video aims to help you navigate this world by arming you with some definitions and examples of 10 different sexualities, some of which you might not even know about. Hey guys, let's talk gender, specifically Libra genders. Libra gender people feel mostly agender with a slight connection to another gender. What used to be LGBT is now LGBTQIA2S+. What is LGBTQIA2S+, and what does it really mean? First, let's recognize that LGBTQIA2S+, is inextricably linked with the issue of race and critical race theory, because all of these things are about oppressors, and the groups they are oppressing. For a while, the social justice movement is like a train with several boxcars. And, you know, the the, the lead boxcar is the racial identity or, or racial Marxism. 
boxcar. But behind that boxcar are several other boxcars. There are several other issues that are linked to critical theory, uh, cultural Marxism, um, not only race, but for example, the issues of sexual identity. So LGBTQAI2+. And yes, the acronym for the sexual revolution is now LGBTQIA2S+. That's not a joke or an insult. LGBTQAI2+. Um, by the way, I didn't say that to be funny. That's just where it is now. Now it's gotten up to LGBTQAI2+. You've probably heard of the abbreviation LGBTQQIAAP2S or some form of that. LGBTQIA2S plus people. LGBTQ2. In a tweet about Canada's controversial new bill concerning conversion therapy, Justin Trudeau references this acronym. It's official. Our government's legislation banning the despicable and degrading practice of conversion therapy has received royal assent meaning it is now law. LGBTQ2 Canadians will always stand up for you and your rights. Which if you're not familiar with Canada's new legislation, Bill C-4, that has become law in Canada, the law against conversion therapy, um, they use LGBTQ2. What does LGBTQIA2S plus stand for? We know that. We know the L is for, you can say it, lesbian, right? You know G is for B, bisexual, okay? T, transgender, okay? Q, queer or questioning, okay? I, intersex. Do you know what the A is for? Allies. A is for allies. You see, that's the purpose of conversion, is to create A's, to create allies. So even in the acronym, they have allies. Now, what about the two, or the two S? I told you what the two is for, right? That's the idea of two-spirit. And you, they, they get that from um, in, indigenous groups and communities, right? American Indians. Um, they used to have this idea of two-spirit a way that they would talk about people who were either, you know, homosexual or, or, or whatever, or whatever you, you have it there. So they bring that two in, we know that. And the plus represents anyone else people want to include in this group. Interestingly, the different parts of the LGBTQIA2S plus acronym actually contradict one another. For example, the L and the G contradict with the T. Now, I talked about this being contradictory. Um, the, the reason that it's contradictory is because, and this, is, this point is made uh, brilliantly in the book, The Madness of Crowds, um, written by a homosexual author, by the way. Um, but he points out the fact that for decades, the L's and the G's have been arguing it's a hardware issue, right? We've been trying to do, you know, studies and you know, to prove that it's in the genes, it's in the brain, it's in the pheromones, right? None of the studies did prove that, 
but but for for years for decades the lesbian movement and the gay movement was making the argument we're born this way it's biological now the trans movement comes along and says hardwire mean uh, that hardware means nothing it's a software issue so you got lesbian gays we're born this way it's our hardware transgender saying you're evil if you let hardware dictate reality. I am who I am in spite of my hardware. Those two ideas are completely and diametrically opposed to one another and they can't both be true at the same time. Yet, they're part of the same acronym. Lady Gaga's argument for the LNG is that and that's why everyone is supposed to accept identities as L and G as legitimate and natural. However, the T says that it doesn't matter how someone is born biologically. All that matters is the identity a person subjectively chooses. This means that how a person is born actually doesn't matter at all. And the Q, which represents non-normative behavior, is now contradictory to L, G, and T, which have essentially become normative. I'll go you one better. The Q is for queer. Now, queer theory is a whole branch of critical theory. And queer theory, contrary to what many people think, it's not about, you know, a lot of people use the word queer and what they mean is gay, right? Person queer, no, 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 no. Queer theory is about non-normative sexuality. It's an identity without an essence. It's non-normative. Queer theory is about being against that which has been normalized. Well, guess what? Now that gay marriage is legal, queer theory has to be against the normalized L and G. And now that the T is being normalized, queer theory's gotta be against that too. Why do these contradictory letters all live within the same acronym? Well, as we mentioned earlier, the acronym isn't about consistency, but rather, it's all about oppressors and the groups they oppress. But they all still occupy the same acronym. Why? Because they're rooted and grounded in critical theory. They're rooted and grounded in cultural Marxism. They're rooted and grounded in identity Marxism. And they hope that you don't pay attention to the fact that these things are contradictory. Because the problem is power and privilege. That's what's evil, power and privilege. And all these people can be in the same acronym because compared to cisgendered, heterosexual, by the way, cisgendered means nothing. I get people who ask me that all the time. What is cis? It's a made up word. The whole point is you have cisgendered heterosexuals in the position of power. All of it is socially constructed, right? That, that, that's what postmodernism is arguing. It's all socially constructed. None of it exists as objective reality. It's just socially constructed to keep people in power. And so all of these things may contradict one another ideologically, but when you put them on the spectrum of oppressor, oppressed, they all occupy the oppressed category. Therefore, they all belong together. 
Because there's one ultimate reality, and it's the ultimate reality of critical theory. The acronym LGBTQIA2S+, as a whole, along with minorities with black or brown skin color, represents oppressed people groups. Since all of these groups of people are classified as groups that are oppressed by privileged groups, they can all be considered allies against a common enemy, despite the self-contradictions inherent within them. Of course, throughout history, there have been people who oppress and people who are oppressed. However, critical race theory, Marxism, cultural Marxism, and the LGBTQIA2S plus acronym go beyond this and argue that people who oppress and people who are oppressed can be identified simply by which group they belong to. L's, G's, B's, T's, Q's, I's, A's, two S's, and people with black or brown skin can identify as oppressed simply because they are part of these groups, and white men are inherently oppressors simply because they belong to that group. It doesn't matter if the groups who are supposedly oppressors are actually being unfairly attacked and discriminated against. They continue to be oppressors simply because of the group they belong to. Obviously, this approach to identity and oppression is unjust and unbiblical and ignores the reality that all individuals are responsible for the sin they commit and nobody is innocent or guilty simply for belonging to a particular social or ethnic group. That is the punchline. The entire thing occurs in this nation and in this world because God has been stripped from people's lives. And when you take God out of things and you allow men to intercede, this is truly a, the hand of Satan we're watching here. We're witnessing the assembly of the armies. And this is Satan's spiritual army that he's pulling together as those stand with God are pulling aside and assembling. This is pure evil we are dealing with here. Don't fool yourself in any way, and I don't think you are. But this is a godless group that at the end believes that if you can identify with a nomenclature, a letter of some fashion, and you can identify yourself primarily through sexuality or race, it's there's gender in there somewhere, but that gets buried under sexuality and race that you now can stand up to the oppressors of the world, which sells well, by the way. It's a great narrative. The under, underling stands up. It's really a remake and an inversion of David versus Goliath because these under-challenged under or over-oppressed and underprivileged classes are now standing up to the great beast, the monster of oppression. And as it does... They are now going to be the ones that topple Goliath and save the world from oppression. This is exactly how Satan works. It's the fine cut of the thread, which the story sells well. The story sounds good. It's like Satan coming to you and saying, I really want to get back to God because he threw me out and I've been trying to get back a hold of him and he won't listen to me. 
And all I want to do is just make up and and have make our differences better. I want I want to go back to see the Father. This stuff is being sold right now. And though I know people get very frustrated, and I am on the top of that list with the LGBTQAI plus alphabet. The fact of the matter is that there is an ideology and a religion rooted into this, and it's satanic. And it is part of the spiritual war. It is essential to understand how they are being assembled. This is literally an army that piece by piece, each identity group is being plugged in. And if you watch how it was done, it was masterfully done because it began with lesbian gay, which was physical and biological, which by the way, they have never proven that that fact, that principal fact that they work off of. It's a myth. They say that, being lesbian gay is genetic. They have never proven that. And yet that's a claim that they hold to. And now they add T, like he's saying, transgender, which says it's not, it doesn't matter whether you are whatever you're born as. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is what you relate to. Your cultural identity is different than your biological sex. And when you go to so they're able to plug that piece in. And each one they plug in has this their own fight against the man. And they're assembling these components. And the umbrella unity that they are given is we are all fighting against the great oppressor. And then they add a color to it, which is white men. The great oppressors of the world, because they want women involved in this too. So they bring women in as another class of people. But you to really be part of it, you just can't be a woman. You're going to have to have a woman with a, with a hyphenation on it. So you're going to have to be a lesbian or you're going to have to be an, a Native American, which apparently AOC has just identified herself as a Native American, which was a real surprise. She must have been getting coaching from Elizabeth Pocahontas Oren. But it's very important to understand where we are in this fight because this army is not getting smaller. And as they work with the A, which is allies, this is the big thrust now. And this is why I believe in part what we are seeing is we are seeing them take the offensive. And to the offensive as they bring it, they are now waging a true war going after the children because that is the allies. As they groom them, they become allies. And unfortunately, they may be obedient and dumb, but their masters are quite cagey. Now, for us, it's very easy. It's a very simple issue. These things are not complicated. But to appreciate how long this has been going, if this is all part of the education system. The things that he mentioned there are critical to appreciate. And it's the thing is, we can say, well, these people are dumb. These people are ridiculous. Their ideas are ridiculous. Okay, except that when you look at the domains of warfare, and in classical domains of warfare, you have air, land, sea, space, cyber, and added to that now is subterranean. But in this domain of warfare, you have to start looking at the other area, the areas where fighting is going on. So it would be things like the domains of international corporate educational, political, legal, informational. I have news. For as dumb as these people may be in their beliefs, they are 
controlling all of those domains of warfare. They are controlling the international corporate, the global corporate sphere. They are controlling the international banking sphere. They are controlling political. They are controlling educational. They are controlling legal through lawfare. And most disturbingly, they are controlling a large portion of the religious through the churches. Because increasingly, churches are trying to migrate to the acceptance of LGBTQ. And so far as even some of the new rewrites that they're attempting to do of Scripture is creating the woke version of the Bible to write in wording and phrases in such a way that they are accepting of LGBTQ and can be used to justify LGBTQ movement. So, this is the enemy. And the problem is it doesn't, it's not about controlling the spiritual. They are operating in the spiritual. And the question is, where is the army fighting back? I mentioned this earlier. It may have been yesterday. There is a projection of Jesus put up on the sky over the weekend. It looks like it happened over in the Eastern Rim somewhere. Korea, Taiwan, something like that. It was a really cheesy projection of a version of Jesus that typically shows up in like long robes and dressing dresses and sandals. It's that thing I keep saying is that they always portray Jesus in the church like a dirty, smelly hippie, which just irritates me to no end. This was a really bad projection, but they put it up in the sky. You would not believe the number of people in this crowd that were like screaming and taking pictures and running their cell phones. If that is all it takes to fool people, why I'm not surprised that LGBTQAI plus has taken on such prominence in our entire system. How many times have I read this passage? I'll read it again. Luke 10:19. Behold, I have given you authority to walk on snakes and scorpions and authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will injure you. How can you invoke that if every time we get a bump in the road? people turn their back, or if you get some fake aberration in the skyline, people are down on their knees praying to, oh, my Lord, you've come back. You've arrived. We are of royal blood. And yet the question is, how many are acting like it? Are we living in this world or other than this world? The LGBTQ plus fight is being waged in this world, and those that worship and be in it will die of their sins in this world. That's right out of John 8. I think it's 21. We have to wage a more intense fight. It has to be a fight where we can don't have to engage them toe-to-toe necessarily. But anybody that's leaving their children in any sort form of public school at this point, including many of the private schools, this is what you're getting your children are being subjected to. And it's done in the three layers. This LGBTQ plus ideology is at its principal core an extension of what they do for brain programming and MKUltra. Because what you do is you create perpetual and constant contradictions and yet you're told that you need to come together. It's like putting a rock, a small pebble, 
with a sharp edge in your shoe and going for a walk, you tell yourself, I, can, I don't need to take off my shoe. And you keep walking until that rock rubs a sore in your foot. And then you can't walk at all. This is what the effect of this sort of programming does is it paralyzes a society. And the lack of God is at the center of where they make their attack because once the relationship to God is removed and there is no understanding of Jesus, in fact, Jesus is considered to be a man, when you start to do those sort of changes, you open up people to the acceptance of identities, which every single one of these, it's not said in that piece, but it's all centered on the idea that each person is unique and special and therefore needs to be identified unique and through a very special lens, which makes them an idol, which makes them potentially a god. Our world is deeply infected with this now. This is not a small thing. And they are literally waging a war on such an offensive scale right now to dominate and to build their allies through anybody that will find sympathy. This is Satan's greatest trick right here. You don't have to like them. You just have to be empathetic and sympathetic to their plight and the fight against being identified because they are oppressed, and they're oppressed, most importantly, by those evil white men, which they will use initially as those that are in the White House, as those that are in Congress, that are Republicans. You have to be a Republican, by the way. And will also point towards those out here that are saying bad things against them. This isn't slowing down. The pace of this is increasing. We've seen the flag of acceptance raised for LGBTQAI whatever into the Republican Party. That was done by President Trump. And it's mainstreaming these agendas more and more. And it's going to make it increasingly difficult to separate and to identify a position of God as they blend both of these things within the party system. As you know very well, I don't believe in the party system. In fact, I believe strongly we need to step back from it. But this war is not one to ignore. And as frustrating as it gets, as silly as some of these ideas are, and they are silly and undefensible, they are nonetheless real in the minds of these puppets because they themselves have been deeply brainwashed and they've been subject to this divisiveness. And it centers on so many of these things. It's always with flags, with colors. All of this is mind programming. And it's quite effective, in fact. There is no foundation for this. I mean, the scriptural issue is very simple. It was stated at the end that we're each accountable to our own sins. But this is yet another issue of deflection for this group, which would once again leave a long, enduring scar on society, in particular youth and their mentality. Because the whole issue here at play is that They aren't responsible. Someone else is. That's Satan's final great trick. It's not your fault. 
that you're not appreciated. It's not your fault that you are not loved and, and, and understood because as Satan would say something to this effect that I am not appreciated by God. You are like me. Satan's just recreating his own image and he's doing so to raise up an army to stand against God's children. And sadly, many, many, many are falling for it. These times that we're in right now are definitely trying. They are going to continue to try all of us. And unfortunately, if you're looking towards a political space to solve it, you won't find the answers there. The answers out here rest within a deep relationship with God and a firm line. One of the things that's important to understand, and it was mentioned in there, is that in all of the studies that were done, we've never seen proof that gay or lesbian tendencies are genetic. But they want you to believe that. And at the same time, they want you to believe that transgender stuff is not genetic, that it is a choice. And that choice can then be addressed through surgery in permanent sense. All of this is about destroying humanity at the end. The perpetual enslavement with us and within our minds, because the one thing they will ultimately achieve, and they will achieve it greatly, they've already done it once, and that somehow these people just can't seem to figure it out. But once the victory that is achieved for the elites that they want then the division that's already existing within this alphabet of letters will simply be accentuated and they themselves will go at war with one another. That's ultimately the plan. Consider this. And all you have to do is talk to some, or just listen to interviews of people that were, that are gay. Not that I encourage it too much because it's kind of mind-numbing. But you'll constantly hear a reflection back to Oh, I just don't feel like we have our uniqueness anymore. They don't. They were sold they sold themselves out to the main system because they so eagerly wanted to be recognized that they were given the right to marry and adopt kids, which of course has done a great disservice to all these children. But never mind that. And with it the entire uniqueness of their communities was broken down. They were mainstreamed. So now this is their new version of this. Wear a rainbow flag, wear a rainbow shirt, wear a rainbow hat. And it can't be separated from them. Rich Garnell, who is a great National Security Council or Security Panel member, advisor or whatever. The thing is he could not separate his own sexual identity from his job. I commend him for the work that he did, but I've always just shook my head at the point. It's like, dude, I don't care if you're gay until you tell me. You start making a deal about it, now it becomes an issue. This identity politics that they have is at the very core of a nature of being, in my opinion, lacking an intimate and real relationship with God. And it's a sadness. It's an emptiness. I don't think I've ever witnessed in my life people that are so in need of validation. 
And these are literally empty souls. Listen to this. This is I played this earlier today for the bended knee. This is a sixth grade teacher trying to pull herself together to give a testimony on TikTok, which I could care less, about how she's come out to share her coming out with the what used to be her fourth graders, now her sixth graders. This person is seeking validation as an adult from sixth graders. Let's take a listen to this. I've been wanting to do this for the past two years. Sorry, I'm like so emotional. Um, and I just haven't had the courage to do it out of fear of just judgment, mostly from their parents. But I had these kids in fourth grade and now I have them in sixth and I'm sending them to middle school and I love these kids so much and I trust them and they make me feel safe and I know they love me and it just felt right and I, I did it and it was so beautiful. <laughs> had so many questions which I loved they wanted to learn and they wanted to learn about me and they were so eager and a few of them clapped which was <laughs> so precious I can tell you right now if if someone came out to me and said I'm a lizard head I've had questions for him too I just be curious I'm not validating them this stuff is just reckless and it's happening everywhere in our schools and they're all pouring out of the woodwork on this every one of them because now it's a trend it becomes a thing of defiance when ron DeSantis passed his rule to forbid teachers from speaking about the gender issues it became the no gay bill because disney tagged it as that and the reason they did that was to mobilize their troops in this war to give them yet another identity point so they could look to and say, oh my goodness, the oppressor, the man has come at me now. Patriots, this is ultimately a war on us. This is a war on faith. This is a war on our beliefs. And I mean what I'm saying here. What is it worth to us? This is literally an all-out war on what God has given us in this world because they are trying everything they can and they're being they're making inroads to strip it away legally. There's an investigation going on right now. I was looking for the article. I couldn't find it earlier, but there is an investigation going on right now on some of the discussions that have happened in the LGBTQ space. We are seeing an, a rise in these sort of accusations of people being racist because they're saying things against the LGBTQ community. This is the nonsense we're heading into. This is straight-up dystopian. And if you're paying attention to the agenda, I think it's worse than we think because this whole thing has kicked up into full force, especially post-vax. And the question really is, is what does that, what is the vax having anything to do with this? And I think it has a lot because I think at the end with the nanotech, and this isn't just me saying this, there are other people looking at the same thing, medical doctors, that with the nanotech and with the graphene oxide and with the other things that are causing the penetration of the blood brain barrier, there is a potential that what they're stimulating is a gender neutral, gender confused public which in itself is pretty sick. 
And I think that's a critical place to really reflect upon. We have seen, again, I consider this to be, and here it is, a hate crime investigation underway after alleged Proud Boys stormed Drag Queen Story Hour at Bay Area Library. We've already demonized the Proud Boys, and that's been strategically done by the FBI running their informants within the Proud Boys. And now we're going to use the Proud Boys, which is a symbol of fascism to the left. They're using them as an identifier to once again show that they're being repressed. You're taking this group that has in their mind that they're a repressed minority. Well, they're a minority, all right. It's a good thing because we don't need more of them. Not that are gender confused. This is crazy. But they want more of them. So these whole acts that they're doing in the in the agreement with the system is allowing them to come in and influence children at a prim, very prime age to create gender confusion within children that will create allies in their cause. That's the A. This is how they're recruiting and expanding their forces. So while we've had so many eyes on the Durham and the Q and the we're, we're going to topple down the deep state. We haven't had enough eyes on the insidiousness of this fight, which is literally going to ground as these troops disperse, go to ground, and they go right for the children. There is a scarring that is left here that is not simply about time or attrition. They're changing a perspective on the fundamental thing in which God gives us, which is an identity of man or woman, which was given in Scripture intentionally, not just because it was a choice. This is the scorched earth of the deep state. And it is an important point to grasp. This makes this war, should make this war viscerally real. What is it worth to us? We are literally at a point now where we have to start making hard decisions. What are we protecting? Are we protecting the innocent as God would want us to? What are we doing to protect these children and to allow them to be children, not children that are influenced and groomed to be something else? Children are very aware. We all know this. They arrive into this world very pure. They have a, an unspoken but known relationship with God from the moment that they breathe their first breath. And we are seeing this rise of this parenting that's encouraging them to be other than what they were born as. There's no simple answer to this fight, but it is definitely one that has to have acute levels of awareness. The propaganda that's going on right now is off the rails. Bud Light beer going woke. Pop-Tarts going woke. With Kellogg's going woke. Starbucks going woke. Dunkin' Donuts going woke. On and on and on. It's just, it's incredible. You have... Even perfumes going woke. All of this, when I say woke, they're, they're all taking on the rainbow colors as a demonstration of their unity. Converse tennis shoes, Harry's razors, absolute vodka. 
even some of the of the homebrew ales. And of course, let us not forget M&Ms and Target. And of course, Walmart's great value product line, even Listerine. So the answers are pretty simple. Oh yeah, and Burger King did a, a little special on it for everybody. The King, the Burger King kissing a male with a rainbow color or something like that. This is all designed to deep program. And it's influencing a society with deep programming to be receptive and accepting of a gender plurality, which ultimately is right into Satan's hand. We have to start making some hard decisions. Some of that is we have to be more bold in what we speak out against, and we have to have the facts in order. And that also means fight with Scripture. But there's other parts about this, too. There has to be a willingness for people to stop buying products from these companies that have gone all rainbow woke. There has to be, they can't be sustained by their own group but they, because they rely on many of the conservatives just turning a blind eye to it. Oh, yeah, I know, but what the heck, I still like my Whopper. You can't like Whoppers anymore. You can't like any of it. Oh, I still get my Listerine. Find another brand. Oh, Harry's Razors, man, I sure like them. I know they're, they're kind of woke, but boy, they're, 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 they're good. Get a straight razor and grow up. See, and the list goes on. There's got to be some spine in what we do in our fight. Yeah, I forgot Ben and Jerry's. That's another big one. This isn't a topic that is easy. It's not a topic that's really enjoyable. It's not a topic that leaves us going, oh, that was wonderful. I enjoyed hearing all about the, the queer culture because I, it just disgusts me. But at the same time, it's not something we can just turn our back on. You have to understand it as, the, as you understand yourself. You have to understand your enemy. These people don't want you around. In fact, their agenda, which was stated very clearly by one of the largest accounts in the trans ecosphere of, or the ecosphere of trans crazy on the web, with over 600,000 followers, this person stated very clearly that their end objective was to see that every child was turned into trans. That's programming. That's mind-bending propaganda. We have to do everything we can to awaken parents to the threat. We have to do everything we can to get as many children out. And we have to hold the line and start being aggressive on denying access or money flow to these companies that are going to stand with these policies. And we have to keep our eyes open for it because it's everywhere. And that's going to take an extra effort if you're a parent with a child to keep them on the straight and narrow. Because the temptations are massive. And Satan is only increasing this. At the end of the day, this is all Lucifer's hand. Trying to spite God. And the path that we know that we walk, which is actually quite clean in the comparison. It's not a confused path. It's not a distorted path. We don't have emotional identity issues having to be recognized because I'm one gender or another, which I'm pretty clear who I am. 
But all of this confusion that these people rest with is a byproduct. It turns them into weak and groveling souls that are so in need, which all of this could be solved with one thing, a relationship, a true living relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But in so doing, they would have to look in the mirror and face one of the greatest challenges they have ever faced, that they must accept who they were as God made them, not as they feel they should be. One of the craziest pieces I have come across to date is and we played it the other night, was the young guy that was a Wolfarian who found his identity through an anime cartoon. When we get to a level where all we have as influencers are comic strips, we have just about hit the the rock bottom, bottom for society's spiritual competence and measure of spiritual acuity. Our mission's great. On one hand, we want to keep the remnant strong, but on the other hand, we are to be expanding this kingdom, and we have to inform people and bring this to light. And while we can say that it's self-terminating because they don't propagate, the system is gearing up to propagate them. Designer babies. Birthing clinics. Things done with a genetic soup. As I've said, think about all of the people that are even that are saying they're Christian that have taken this shot that are now sterilized. Many of them are or will live with complications or will be dead in 10 years. Don't think that this isn't on the minds of those engineering this sort of craziness. A world turned on its head. We have a lot to fight for. We have a lot of fight ahead of us. We have a lot of need to be walking with God and to build that intimate relationship with him to overcome this. On one hand, we want to see unity, but on the other hand, there is no such thing as peace at any cost. Scripturally, that doesn't hold. Let's pray. Father, come to you tonight just with really kind of an air of frustration, and I would even, speaking for myself, say to a degree disgust at the abomination that we're seeing mainstreamed into our world of, of sexual practices that are just not even normal. An acceptance of every single creative idea of sexuality that somebody has being accepted as a specialty, an identity, and worse, in using children to indoctrinate these ideas for the next generation of, of this evil. Father, we just pray tonight just for a cleansing, a cleansing to, to wipe the slate of this and to start awakening people's hearts to the trueness of who they are, male or female. There is only two. To start realizing that so much of what they are dealing with is a gender confusion that was either indoctrinated into them or a byproduct of abuse. But either way, there has to be a healing, Father. So we do pray for healing. We pray for healing of the hearts. We pray for a remission of this intensity of trying to go after children. That's just a line that no one should be able to 
to tolerate. And so in that final part of this prayer tonight, Father, we just pray for the parents to stand up and be stewards and parents of their children, to stop trying to accept that they're somehow going to get a different type of education at school and an indoctrination camp for this stuff, and to rupture the parents' desires or their whatever they're doing to put their children mainstreamed into this, to expose them intentionally. These are wrongs. As an adult with a foundation, they can choose a path that they want. And however they choose, that is something you have given us as free will. And we are free to choose whether to walk with you or not. But children are the innocent victims here. And we pray for them because it is unjust beyond any measure that they should be subjected to the groomers and that their parents should participate with it in any form. We pray for the children, Father. Guide us and protect us in this fight. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. These things are, the children are ultimately the fight in all of this. They are the future. So many have been subjected to the vax. So many have been subjected now to this grooming. Don't think that they're unrelated. Look at the sequence of events. Follow the patterns. First the masks to break the will. Then the vax to ensure the will is broken. Then the introduction into the new identities. The remaking. And the remaking takes the form of choosing an identity as long as it is not the one God gave you. Because it's only there that you can be accepted. This is the worst and darkest part of the spiritual fight. And we have to keep in mind that the children are, do not have the defenses to stay this fight without the intersection of parents and wise people in God. If we're a remnant, and we're going to stand like a remnant, then we're going to have to fight like a remnant. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. We need a lot of prayers for our children and a lot of prayers for the direction that God wants us to go. God is with us. He will never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tomorrow afternoon for bended knee. Until then or until the next time. God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. All this time we had to prove That we could stand here too All the nights been pushing through Fight for all we had to lose Reaching out for something To pull us up to the level ground Oh, I can see it now I can see it now We're on the edge of a moment But not over that Now we're diving in The light up ahead We're running to it We're on the edge Now we're diving in 
found Reaching through somehow Oh, you're an island when the world is too loud When the seasons change I know the space between us will stay the same Resting on this faith When your soul answers calls far away Safe place to hide from the rain.